When I was a kid, I was helping my mom bring in groceries. It was at night, so it was dark, and we were walking back and forth from the house to the car, and I was barefoot, and then I just felt a squish underneath my foot. Like, it, it just killed something. It was gooey and, like, juicy. Meanwhile, let me pass on the good word about the new Wonky Times. Let's make it wonky in here. Let's make it wonky in here. Let's party. Here we go. Here we go. Let's party. Let's Dang, party. Robo Brian, you're here pumped we this week. Here we go. Let's <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for joining us for another Wonky Times podcast. Matt Sterner here with my co-host Brian, the robot. Wait, why are you so pumped, Brian? Well, it's because the world's oldest dog just turned 31 years old. His name is Bobby and he lives in Portugal. The crazy part about it all is that this type of breed only stays around for about 14 years. Bobby has more than doubled that. Oh, okay. I I see Bobby. I'm Googling it right now, actually. Um, Oh, and look at this, Brian. It says that Bobby sleeps a lot now and he immediately lies down in bed after eating. Wow, Bobby sounds a lot like you, Brian. The last time I gave you that box of nuts and bolts to munch on, I didn't see you for hours. I don't remember very much from that day. I'm not surprised. So, after reading about Bobby, I went down a Guinness World Records rabbit hole and came across another story. It's about a person who lived underwater for 74 days. Oh, heck no. I would never do something like that. Hey, did you know I'm afraid of water in the ocean, especially? I mean, I I can't swim. Yes, I remember. I caught you screaming at the top of your lungs in the bathtub once before. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, speaking of scary things, remember a few weeks ago we chatted with uh, Bob and Charles? We talked about like things that scared us now and what scared us as kids. I am very aware of that episode. Well, there's a part two. Shall we get to it, Brian? Let's party. Here we go. Here we go. Let's party. Let's party. (laughs) All right, here's our chat. Here we go. I've got a long list of things. Some of them are are pretty good, I'd say. Here, here's one that that I was really it, it messed me up for a good eight years of my life as a kid. Um, the simple act of going downstairs. Mm. But here's why. Now it's not just a solid set of stairs. It's stairs where like you if you can go behind it, you know, like basement stairs. Oh yeah. Because of the movie Evil Dead. Um, so <laughs> there's a point in Evil Dead where there's the basement demon, the first and there's one? a part where. At, I think it's the first one. I want to say the first and second one. The second one's like basically a remake of the first one. So it's kind of confusing. Um, So there's a part where they know the demon's down there. Ash is going to go downstairs. And like as he's walking down the stairs, she's underneath the stairs. And she pokes her head out and boom, grabs his legs from from underneath the stairs. That ruined me. Just just that. So like any staircase that I would that was like that, I would be looking underneath there, you know, and I was always like hurrying up them, you know, in fear if someone was going to grab my legs. Just yeah, it's kind of like um, in Pet Cemetery, the the original, I guess the remake also. Remember, like, their kid is down under the stairs and he, like, cuts the dude's, like, oh, Achilles. That's, that's uh, like, the yeah. worst thing in the world. That's got to be yeah. one of the worst. Ah, that's the worst. Ugh. Cutting the, uh, what is it, the Achilles, Achilles tendon? Achilles tendon is, like, yeah, uh, and then you just fall flat and it's, like, done. Yeah. No running, no nothing. You better have upper body strength or you're not getting out of there. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. Bob, I know one, you're, you're afraid of spiders too. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not like necessarily afraid of them. I'm just really, really freaked out. Like, and just, they disgust me so bad. Like I'm like, yeah, it's just 
like when I if I see a spider like boom on the table right there, it's it's yeah. not necessarily fear. It's like a shock of if it's the the thought of it biting me. Like I because they're not scary. They're not big. They're tiny. I'm so much larger than you. You know, I can pummel that sucker. Have but, you heard of that theory where like back you know millions of years ago or whatever these spiders were like the size of cars you know and so it's ingrained in our like memories from like passed down that's why everybody's afraid of spiders because it's in our genes to be afraid of these things because they used to be the size of a truck or whatever i believe it and i bet at that time when they were that size that those were probably the most like awful things to come across on the planet you know like (laughs) eight-legged freaks Remember that? Like very low, yeah, very low survival rate if you come across one of those suckers. I think the fear of them jumping at me is what gets me. Like jumping. Just knowing that they can like just push off of things and just like freaking and they just go so fast. I'm like, I can't react fast enough to like kill it if I want it to, you know what I mean? So are you afraid of Toby Maguire or what? Yeah. Like, I'm like a slow moving dumb giant and like it's like it's like, oh, this guy's gonna try to slap me, okay, and then just like runs away. You know, you ever seen, I guess, like Ant-Man, where he gets, like, real big and he can't do anything because he's too big, you know? Yeah, right, that's I, yeah. That's how I feel. Like, I'm stupid compared to the spider. Like, the spider's got my number, man. He knows yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> I, I'd like to listen to your Devil's, what was it? The Devil's Backbone? Devil's, okay, so Devil Run Road. So this is kind of, this is actually, like, true stuff. Growing up, like, we knew a story about, like, Devil Run Road. And so when I started, like, driving, like, I wanted to go there. It's, like, in uh, Chad's Ford. It's not too far away from, like, where I grew up. And so... I drove down there um, with my friend Andrew one time and we like drove around the back roads. And so the story goes like there's a basically a house like it looks like a one room church schoolhouse type situation and all of the trees grow 90 degrees. They go up about like what, like eight or nine feet and then they all shoot out 90 degrees away from this area because apparently they had like sacrifices there and there was just so much like evil spirit energy that the trees wanted to get away from it. Like it was like, wow, you know, a disaster zone. Um, and there's a couple other stories about that road. One is if you try to go to the house, black SUVs and trucks will like run you off the road and flash their lights at you at night and try to get you away from the space. It's kind of like area 51 style thing. Yeah. But well, it turns out it's like, like a cult house. Like basically people own this like house and it's like a, and they think the trees only grow that way because they were cut a certain way and they're forced to grow out that way. But there, it's like, it is kind of weird and creepy if you were to see it. I never did find the cult house, but on the way there, I did find the road, which they later renamed to Coruscant or Coruscant Road or something like that. Coruscant? Coruscant? Coruscant. Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> this, was in, this was in Pennsylvania, you said? Yeah, uh, New Republic of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, but uh, look at the Republic, reference. Bob. Sorry. He's making sorry, up a Star Wars story. I'm making yeah. up story. <laughs> But yeah, there was this um, tree that grew pretty close to the road, and it was like skull tree. They call I don't know. It, it looked like a skull because the way it grew was like roots. And back in the day, there was a baby uh, that was found dead in there. Um, and it was like the baby had like deformities, and they think the person like left it there because it was like, you know, they didn't know what to do with it. And that was their way of like handling it was throwing it in this tree. But it's kind of also creepy because the tree looks like a skull and you can see it. And I've seen that tree before. You can uh, you can just drive by it if you ever want to give her in Pennsylvania and you want to see a cool sight, you know. Yeah. Uh, you go see Liberty Bell in this uh, creepy tree. <laughs> but what interests me a lot about that story is um, because that child was left there, right around the corner, there's this really beautiful house on a hill, like mansion basically on this hill and uh, it's owned by the DuPonts. And apparently historically, 
it's said that when DuPonts would have children with special needs, they'd hide them away in this house up on this hill. And it's all within oh, yeah. like a couple square miles of itself, of all these three stories. So it's like a really cool like area to like, kind of like go around and like see if you're into like spooky stuff or like, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, as a kid, I was like, as soon as I get my license, man, I'm going out there, I'm gonna try to find it. And wow. I used to drive around those back roads <laughs> all the time looking for it. Sometimes on my way home from work, I'd take at night, I'd take the back road, see if I can like get run off the road by a black truck or something. But yeah, I just like, I wanted to be scared. I wanted to see these things and like, wasn't really, didn't live up to the hype, but <laughs> still pretty creepy. If, if it's real, you you were too much of a of a brave madman. And the, that spirit's like, nah, he's not a good victim. <laughs> yeah, I was, this guy in the black truck's like, man, I've seen this guy like 15 times now. <laughs> like, this guy scares me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this guy scares me. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy's crazy, yeah. yo. There's a guy in a in a Subaru. You gotta stay away from that dude. Yeah, I don't trust that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so another like realistic uh, one that you know a lot of people can relate to, um, you know, thalassophobia, right? Like uh, uh, fear of the the depths of uh, the ocean and stuff like that. You know, the darkness and the unknown. I love that Reddit page. I'm yeah, yeah, that's the time. I love that. When we were little, uh, we got a little bit of thalassophobia after we watched Popeye with Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. The giant squid at the end that is, like, attacking them. Like, every pool, any body of water, like, that squid was in there after that. Mm -hmm. so it was right. terrifying. And, you know, things like the Kraken, and, it, you know, that goes back to classic. That was real back in the day, you know? So that could be along what you were saying, Matt, where it, it, it was real, and it's now instilled in us in modern Yeah. Time. And I, I'm afraid of water in general because I can't swim, you know, so I don't go in the ocean or I hang out in pools, but I just kind of stand there, you know, right. <laughs> I'm tall enough just to stand in the five foot. An ankle, yeah. ankle depth. Yeah, I'm just drinking a beer <laughs> in the pool. Yeah. Oh, dude, well, once, shorts on. once you start getting towards that deep end and the ground starts getting lower and lower and the water starts getting up to your chin, dude, that's yeah. fear, man. That, that's, See, I that's just end up peeing in the pool then because I'm so scared. <laughs> So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're cold and scared and you just want to be warm and comfortable one of the things i'm afraid of is i've told you guys before i think um i don't like frogs or toads uh, that story's hilarious when i was a kid i was helping my mom bringing groceries it was at night so it was dark and we were walking back and forth from the house to the car and i was barefoot and then i just felt a squish underneath my foot like it, it just killed something it was gooey and like juicy and i don't know i just imagined like blood all over my foot you know so i ran i dropped the groceries ran inside and like cried all night and the next morning we looked out there and i just stepped on a tomato that fell out of the grocery <laughs> bag so, was, <laughs> so it wasn't even a frog but the fact that i thought it was a frog for like eight nine hours yeah. it just made me yeah. just terrified of frogs it's like those eight hours of of just torturing yourself with something that wasn't real and it instilled uh, a phobia in you that, yeah. you know that's that'll do that to anyone man like uh i think it was on ripley's believe it or not or some crazy show it talked about this guy he was in like a third world country in asia i believe somewhere and he went to take a whiz and he peed into like a, a river or a, a big bo natural body of water that was there. And as he's peeing, um, this parasite like went up his stream and, oh and you know, and it went in and it, and then it's, it sticks itself in there. It has barb like, so it can go in easy and it cannot come out, easy, you know, and that instilled a lifelong fear of like, 
I will never take, you know, never go in, into a, a body of water. Do you just think about that? It's, it should be just like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Like there's things living in there and they'll go right up your stream, dude. You know, it's not a one way street. dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a one -way. Have you guys ever seen look who's talking from 1989? Yeah. I think Bruce Willis does the voice of the, of the kid and it's John Travolta and Kirstie Alley. Mm -hmm. There's this scene where the kid wakes up and he has to go use the bathroom and when he gets there, the the toilet comes to life, and he's he's Mr. Toilet Man, and he is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. the, the lid of his the lid is the top of his mouth. He has spiked teeth coming down. He has these big bushy eyebrows. He talks like he's like, "Give me that pee pee. I want that pee pee." Yeah. And then I, I was telling people this at work, and they're like, they were laughing at me. They're like, "Dude, that's Mel Brooks. Like Mel Brooks does the voice of that of that wow. toilet." Oh, that's. I was like, "No way!" And I went back and watched, and sure enough, it's Mel Brooks. And like, I was like, "Why was I ever scared of this?" But it was very freaky to see because that came out in '89. I was born '89, so I saw it a couple years after. Like, it's one of my earliest memories, and. When I started to use the toilet on my own, I would like be looking backwards, like to see like if his if he was gonna come alive and just bite me, dude, yeah. swallow me. You know? I wonder if that's why I like when I was a kid, I was afraid to pee like standing up when I was like four or five. I just I had this weird thing about it. I wanted to sit, and my parents were like, "No, you gotta you gotta stand up." <laughs> Maybe I thought no, the lid was gonna. Your parents made you stand up. Yeah, that's and every like, every time I, I did, they would give me a star on this little piece of paper. Wow. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with sitting and peeing. I say. You know, went, it's, it's went, less messy. I went to a sleepover where we watched the movie Anaconda and I had the same fear of like toilets. And I was like, I don't know why I thought an Anaconda was going to fit through my toilet <laughs> and like bite me. Like, well, that's a real that. thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Bob, we don't need to know about it being real, though. It can just be a movie, you know, it doesn't have to be real. Yeah. We can just pretend it's continuously not real, which is how I go to sleep every day and wake up. Yeah. <laughs> It's not real, man. But so, Matt, what was your fear? Like standing up like the toilet seat was going to clamp down on you or something? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I thought people were watching, you know, or, or but maybe it was the toilet seat. Like now that you bring up, um, look who's talking, maybe that I just thought it was going to chomp down on it, you know? Yeah, Charles, you got to look up that scene, man. It, it, I, 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 I just like, in my mind, like the fear is like, ah, oh, the toilet seat's going to close and like, I'm just going to pee a little bit somewhere else, you know? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, but like as a kid, you're like, like, well, I can't like have that, you know? But like, I'm sure it's like, you're probably the height of the toilet seat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there's so much Jim Henson creatures that he's created, that they've created over the years that freaked me out. Stuff from Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. The Skeksis. The Skeksis from Dark Crystal really messed me up as a kid. Um, stuff from the storytellers like the Griffin or the Devils from the episode uh, The Soldier and Death uh, or the Greek myths that they did, Perseus, Medusa, like those were just Jim, Jim Henson creations are so like mm -hmm. visually striking mm -hmm. and they're real. There's no CGI. That is practical. Mm -hmm. That's real stuff. And, and, you know, like I said, when we were younger, our imaginations like just took those and just made them tenfold like more, mm -hmm. more uh, realistic and, and scary. You know what and scared me the most about the labyrinth? was uh, David David Bowie's moose knuckle that we have to stare at. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that was fun, right? I'm sure glad you didn't really step on that poor little frog. Oh, the horror. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm still afraid of frogs too. It's crazy. So um, I want to end this episode with a very strange and wonky voicemail that a listener sent us just a few days ago. Well, actually, you know, the listener got the strange voicemail. They just shared it with us. So that person doesn't want to be named, but... um you know, for their own safety, but here, take a listen. 
Just go indoors and remain there until further notice. Do not go outside and do not evacuate the area. Close and lock all doors and windows. Close all blinds and curtains. Stay away from windows and, if possible, move to the basement. Do not let anyone into your home or business and call 911 if there is somebody on your property who you do not know. Monitor local and social media for additional information. Take shelter now. It is 12.20 a.m. There is a threat to your safety. If you are indoors, remain there. If you are outdoors, go indoors and remain there until further notice. Do not go outside and do not evacuate the area. Close and lock all... Yeah, you know, it sort of just keeps repeating itself like that. It's pretty wonky, right? Yes, I wonder what it means. Definitely very, very wonky. Beats me, beats you, beats everyone. I don't know. What do you know? But whoever's listening, leave us a voicemail because it's likely we'll play it on the next episode. That phone number is 520-477-1942. Give us a ringaling. Give us a ringaling, you dingalings. Plus, if you have seen anything strange, we would love to hear about it. Email us at getwonky at wonkytimes.com for a chance to be featured in an upcoming episode of the Wonky Times podcast. And here to take us out is a special message from Wonky Pet Portraits. Later. Please be excellent to each other. When Polly came into my life, I had no idea how much I needed the level of companionship that a dog provides. She lights up my life. And now, thanks to Matt Sterner and Wonky Pet Portraits, I have this incredible painting of her that celebrates the fun, cool, confident gal that she is. Everyone should have a chance to see their pet through Matt's eyes. So what are you waiting for? Head over to wonkypetportraits.com to turn your pet companion into a real work of art.